A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. You think about your cooperative or your agribusiness partner, you think about bags, you think about bulk, you think about price, you think maybe about the people that are delivering those services. What you may not think about is the community that they're helping to build all around you. Brett Brugman's along with us. He is uh, president of Winfield United and a fellow that's on the front line of seeing how we are flexing, shall we say, in this new reality of COVID-19, the weaknesses that we've witnessed in rural communities and how partners like Land Lakes are stepping forward with rural communities, their Winfield United partners, and trying to uh, make us all better. Brett, let's talk a little bit about this. You and I have discussed these kinds of things before. It is a partnership that has really has been reaping benefits for rural communities since this COVID-19 thing upended all of us, starting with trying to find a way to provide internet access, high-speed internet access in communities. Let's go back a little bit to our previous conversations and what the game plan was from early on with Winfield United and their community-centric focus right from the get-go. Yeah, Pam, thanks for the opportunity. You know, it probably comes back to exactly how we see and how we want to advantage our retailer in that community that you're talking about. In a lot of cases, they're the heart of that community, right? And and they're the hero to the story. And really what we talked about is, is how do we put them in a position to better serve their grower of tomorrow? And one of the areas that we get very focused on at Winfield United as we're behind the scenes with our $7 billion of retail network is providing digital insights. And most people say, well, digital insights, particularly around agronomic decisions, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but this is about really having the ability to do telemedicine, telehealth, teleeducation, and and really putting, like I said, that retailer in that position um, to have the local communities come there and do broadband. Um, one of the alliances that we have, and you'll hear more of us come together, was with Microsoft. And the reason we did it with Microsoft is because their muscle around broadband. Um, and we'll talk a little bit from an AI standpoint, but that's exactly what we want to do is, is go back to we're locally owned and operated by a retail network and we're really in a position to advantage them. And so we have a national voice, whether it be in D.C. or whether it be with a Microsoft or whether it be with a Mayo Clinic. And as you know, Pam, our CEO, Beth Ford, has just made it her um, mission to say, how do we use a scalable asset like Land Lakes Cooperative to better these communities? And she's passionate about it. Talk to me a little bit, Brett, on the response from the other side of the table. Some of these companies that these partners that Land Lakes might be approaching, that Winfield United is approaching, might not have a foggy clue about the core audience, the core clientele that you're working with. What's that exchange been like? And are they quickly realizing how good these partnerships could be? It, it's really panned to the core of our strategy. About 18 months we, ago, we backed up and we really pivoted our strategy. We said the first thing we got to do around these insights is get connected. 
And we connected at about 4.8 of our $7 billion of business to say, let's, how do we do business digitally? The second thing is, is we said, you know, we're probably not, although we have a lot of good software tools, particularly egg decision tools around R7, some of the growers probably out there and retailers have heard about it. Um, really where our focus should be is around being the aggregator of data. Um, and the reason that is, again, it goes back to advantaging our retailer. Our retailer is the trusted source um, and has access to the data, whether it be transactional data, censoring data as applied data, and, and how do you put that data in that position? And then the third thing is, is giving the ability for that local retailer to decide how much omni-channel digital do they want to go with. Do they want to go with demand fulfillment and demand creation? Where do they fit in that? And if you take Microsoft to answer your question, it allows us to focus in our sandbox around advantaging the retailer, and it allows Microsoft to focus in their sandbox around artificial intelligence. They really don't have a preference whether the data comes from a planner or it comes from a machine in a factory, but they're really good at pulling those insights out and putting them in a way that people can make decisions. And I think before, our alliances are around two similar of areas. We would have duplication of costs. We'd have duplication of interest. And it really wasn't a true alliance. Something like this is a true alliance and has a national footprint, Pam. So let's uh, talk. I mean, Microsoft is an excellent uh, example of these alliances that are coming together. Uh, in light of COVID-19 now and everybody's world being adjusted, let's talk a little bit about how this is going to help farmers. Farmers are no strangers to this artificial intelligence uh, data collection, Brett. Help them understand what's in it for them. I mean, high-speed Internet for my kids so that they can maybe do uh, homework that was a quick payback in this plan early on. Now help me figure out brass tacks when it comes to a beautiful crop, thank God, in 2020, but also marginal prices. You know, that's where the rubber starts meeting the road on these alliances. Yeah, it really does. So, again, I'll, I'll go back to our job is to help that retail network better serve their grower of tomorrow. And, and we're trying to focus all of our calories in really three areas, Pam. The first one is, is, is how do we help prove the return on investment for every input that grower puts on their crop, whether it's a low, medium, or high production acre? Not every acre is created equal, right? And lots of times we say, hey, let's shoot for the moon and put everything on. Um, but, but in these times, it's so important that there's an economics and an agronomics component. And these tools that we have in the artificial intelligence, like with somebody from Microsoft behind the scenes, gives us that ability to prove that input, the return on investment input. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is how does that retail salesperson show up in that grower's kitchen, shop, however you want to say it, and talk about a total farm operation and a total acre approach versus a product at a time. And I think if, if we listen to the customer today, they're saying, you know, I want to do two things. I need digital to help me reduce risk and increase predictability. And we want to enable that retail seller to have those stacks of data, sensory data, transactional data, as applied data, and talk about that total 
total acre, total farm solution. And then the third thing is, and it isn't sexy, it's not something that everybody thinks about, but we really haven't changed our supply chain for 100 years, and I'm talking about the industry. We have way too many touches. And, and I think what we're finding out is we always care who we buy it from, Pam. We don't necessarily care where it comes from all the time. And what we need to do is make sure that we are as efficient as possible uh, in moving that product, whether it's preseason, in season, or postseason. So um, that's that's an area. And I will just say one more, then I'll stop. Probably the most important asset to a farmer is topsoil, right, next to their talent. Mm-hmm. And you have a tool like True, True Terra and Insights, and you can have the ability to measure topsoil and ultimately have a traceability map that shows how that crop was grown and possibly create another market. I don't know if carbon credits are going to be the new cash crop, but it's gaining steam, and that drumbeat keeps louder and louder. And so... Those are the areas that we really want to advantage our retail network and, and, and really have them show up differently with a grower of tomorrow. Our job is behind the scenes with scalable assets, but we want to enable and empower that retailer to show up differently. Yeah, I'm just uh, absolutely excited about all the people that are getting around this table, all for the betterment of the environment, our sustainability goal and obviously the farmer and their productivity. Uh, Weather is something none of us can predict, but your collaboration with the Climate Corporation is really starting to drill down on some of those data points, talking about AI, that uh, may pay huge dividends. Uh, it's It's easy to talk about it in a beautiful year like this, Brett, but when we think about previous two years, drought years we've all lived through, boy, that collaboration could really bring some fantastic new knowledge to our table. Yeah, and I think we're probably as proud about our climate alliance or collaboration as we are about Microsoft, because as many people know, I think a year or three years ago, there was this race to have everybody's own architecture, and and what we heard from the producer grower was, you know, I really don't want to have five screens in my tractor. (laughs) I really don't want to carry thumb drives. I want to be able to connect, and and we're a long ways away from having one system, but our alliance with climate does exactly what you just said. It allows us to write an API so the softwares can talk to each other, and we can exchange the data based on the grower's recommendation and the grower's permission, obviously. Um, But climate has done a great job of developing an ecosystem that's user-friendly. And, and that's really what we were trying to do is to say, how do we take tools like they've developed and then seed placement tools like we've developed and only spend the dollar once? Um, and, and we've been spending the dollar twice, and the markets aren't allowing that, as you know. Um, and so it's made us better um, through this particular piece. But, but great question, and you're right. They are very good at the, at the weather piece and have invested in that piece of it, and, and so we want to work with them in that space. So, you know, Brett, the other question that's obvious in the minds of many of these growers, when am I going to see it? They may not be aware of the subtleties they're already witnessing, but in the growing season of 2020, harvest not yet underway or complete for most guys, are there little things that you might suggest they pay attention to, uh, little 
conversations, <laughs> although be it at a distance, that might be happening? Are we going to see some of this hit the ground, or have we already seen some of it hit the ground that farmers need to pay more attention to? Well, that's a good question, and, and uh, I love your question. Do farmers need to pay more attention? And as we talk to our sales force, we're saying you need to go seek um, those farmers so they see a reason, right, to, to pay attention to. But to your point, there are tools right now that they can use. The True Terra Insights Engine they can use today, the field forecasting tool, the field monitoring tool, the hybrid characterization tool. And every day we're trying to make those tools better to, to what I would say in this new generation, force a decision and actually pop out a recommendation with all the things that are on the plates of our retail sellers and their growers. What we're trying to do is accelerate that decision and say, how do I go through the AI options and then pick A, B, or C? And, and again, ultimately, obviously that grower and retailer, seller know their farms best. But there are tools today. And it's a perfect time. I think we're going to see, even though the weather, to your point, has been really, really good, um, I think we're going to see situations where, you know, the cool nights or hot nights, there'll be areas across the country, western Iowa, eastern Nebraska, that have a little more stress. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be able to point out to say where we put our in-season fungicide <laughs> gave us 15 or 20 bushel bump. And, and ultimately, Pam, that's what we're trying to do is to say, how do we spoon feed that crop with water and nutrients and fungicides throughout the year? And these tools allow us to do that. Mm -hmm. Brett Brueggemann's along with us, in case you're just joining us. President of Winfield United, we're talking about how they are engaged in a lot of very active partnerships and alliances in many different areas, not all of which necessarily are agriculture, to bring literally the latest technology and data information to today's farmers. Now, Brett, I've got to ask you, there are some cooperatives, some of your partners in the country that are obviously struggling with the financial ramifications of COVID-19. Now, when it comes to implementation of these technology pieces, are they on their own to make those decisions? I guess I think of farmers that are saying, well, wait a minute, my co-op's still using the same spreader box as the day I bought the farm. Are you working with all cooperatives equally on trying to get this out to the country, or can you paint a picture for us on that kind of implementation? Yeah, great question. And as you know, everybody has a, a, what I would say a different approach in embracing technology and a go-to-market strategy. And, and we are very uh, deliberate, I'll say it that way, around sitting down with those retailers, those cooperatives that own us and say, how can we best address them? Um, we have a melting pot, and I wish I had a one straight answer. I think in a lot of times we, we try to make it just one answer, but serving a melting pot, in some cases we will go out with the retail, retail seller and help them right at the farm gate with a grower. In a lot of cases we may do a, backward, a background uh, call with them, and, and they handle all of that from a retail seller. So it's all over the board, but I think in technology – you just said a mouthful, it, it's usually very seldom one person. And I know there are a lot of what I would say tug of, wars, tug of wars that happen in the country to say, well, that customer belongs to me or that grower belongs to me. I think you will hear us continue to say, this is an alliance mindset, Pam, and nobody owns any, we all got to work together to help that grower of tomorrow compete 
And to your point, it's, it's not just the grower of Tomorrow Compete, it's also these retail networks because if they go away, in a lot of cases, there's an effect to the community, the heartbeat of that, that community. So we're doing everything we can from insurance, like you said, uh, things in the background, not just agronomy inputs, to, to help that um, community stay strong. And, and uh, we also got to do it in a way that stewards our retailers' money. And uh, I would say there were probably more resources two, three, four, five, six years ago with, uh, you know, from $4 corn to $7 corn. And, and so we have to be really critical about spending that dollar once very cautiously. Is there any place that people can go to try to watch this project unfold, Brett? Do I talk to my fieldmen? Uh, can I access it? You know, everybody's become very, very accustomed and comfortable with Internet searches and uh, virtual conversations. Can we follow this project along? You sure can. At winkfitunited.com, that's another thing that we've done. Um, it's with and through our retail network. So if you go into winkfitunited.com and you're a grower and you say, you know, I want to request this type of information, it'll actually pop up a menu with all of our different retailers. And who has signed up for our Winfield United National site or who has signed up for an Atlas site? And just to give you a perspective, Pam, we get about 50,000 requests a month to exactly what you're just talking about. And before COVID, we really didn't have a way to get that information back out to our retail network. It would sit there and, you know, we would do an okay job. But now we actually have that approach where the grower can pick their local retailer of choice and we can get that that lead or that activation back out to them. So um, it's very user-friendly, very user-friendly. Well, and if you... If you want to look at it that way, think about that as your silver lining to the COVID chaos. Brett Brugman, along with us, he is the president of Winfield United with exciting developments that have begun before COVID, accelerated during COVID, and will continue well past COVID. And as he said, WinfieldUnited.com, one of the reference points you can turn to if you'd like to find out more on how it could impact your farming operation. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.